Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good to be with you on this uh, Thursday here on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Holly Roberts is in for Julia today and tomorrow. Get ready for it. He's back. Pat Royce. Oh, man. And his first time co-hosting with Lori. Because yeah. the last time Royce was in studio, he was with Julia. Yeah. Yes, I was in Seattle celebrating yeah. my bir- or my mom's birthday. Oh, it's and- a treat for all of us. Christmas has come <laughs> early this year. <laughs> right. And uh, uh, Chris Hewitt is going to be with us yes. tomorrow. Oh, talking fantastic. movies. Great. Yes, yes. Okay, so John Mellencamp was on the Today Show. I guess there's an in-depth profile of him on um, uh, the Sunday's Today Show, which sounds like they're kind of trying to be like CBS Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning. It's the Willie Geist host that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, he does. And so Harry Smith, who I do think used to be over on ABC, he does these. No, he was on CBS. Yeah, he CBS, was on. Yeah. He's been everywhere. He has been everywhere. <laughs> and so he just does these in-depth reports. And today it was with John Mellencamp in John Mellencamp's studio. And true John Mellencamp style, he smoked through the whole damn interview. Oh, man. He's, I, he's quite leathery these days. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it looked like he's been cleaned up. I feel like he's. By had, Meg Ryan? Because. Meg Ryan, his hair was kind of looking. He was looking. He was looking pretty good in his grizzled way, because he had clean hair and you know, like maybe he's like using a moisturizer. He's millionaire rock star grizzled. Right, he has go. the money to be grizzled and look good. While All he right, does it. here's the first cut. Mellencamp learned long ago that being true to yourself would speak for itself. I live an artist's life. Every day, I have to make something. I either paint, I either write, I'm either rehearsing, you know, when I'm on tour. Art's not being on the radio. That's the lowest common denominator. If you look at my songs that were hits, and I had a lot of them, they really weren't that good <laughs> as far as uh, songs go. Just as a member of the general public, though, mm-hmm. I need to stand up for Jack and Diane. Well, I have to tell you, I can sing that song anywhere in the world and don't have to say a word. Everybody knows that So song. he just like yeah. plays the chords and then the claps handle themselves. You know, I've seen him a couple of times and he's he's really good in concert. He yeah. really is. He's There's just, a reason why he's still being interviewed on yeah. the Today Show. Um, here he is talking about stepping back at the height of his popularity. We know those words and the words to all of his hits. But at the height of his popularity, he stepped back. Pete Seeger told me something. I took it to heart. Pete goes, John. Keep it small, but keep it going. If, if you want to have longevity, keep it small and keep it going. 
because if you're one of these guys that need to be the biggest band in the world, you're not going to be for very long. About that time, Mellencamp began to focus on painting. I've been painting my whole life. I started painting seriously when I kind of just dropped out of the music business for about three or four years. When you're painting, mm -hmm. what does it do for you? It puts you in a place where you're totally focused on something. I can paint for 8, 10, 12 hours every day. Uh, Meg lives here in New York, and so I need, she, there's no place to paint where she lives, so I bought this place to paint. <laughs> That's where they were doing the interview. Mm -hmm. It looked like some kind of a loft yeah. type oh, of apartment. How wonderful. Yeah, I know. How nice is that? Again, just, and he does talk about Meg Ryan. Here we go. Meg is Meg Ryan, the Meg Ryan. How's your love life? I'm engaged to a, uh, at 67, to a very funny woman. Funniest woman I ever met. Wow. The, um, listen, it's well publicized. Your uh, relationship has been sort of like an accordion. There's some days it's way out there like this, and some days it's in like that. How did you figure out at 67 now, let's, let's do this thing for real? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what you're talking about, Aaron. <laughs> One could well imagine I'm probably not the easiest guy to get along with. Yeah, no. Well, the way he's sitting on his stool with his overalls and his cigarettes Cigarette, and his yeah. arms folded in front of but him. But don't you think he kind of looks like, like you know, he's looking like he's moisturizing anyway. <laughs> he looks like the best grizzled 67-year-old rock musician. Yeah. You're right, Lori. He's moisturized. His hair is perfectly quaffed in a way to look like he doesn't give a crap. Yeah, I know it. I know it. It's so good. Well, here is the the, the most surprising thing that... We find out from the interview about his song, Jack and Diane. While Mellencamp disavowed pursuit of the pop charts years ago, he believes Jack and Diane, those kids from the heartland, still have something to say. We're getting ready to uh, mount Jack and Diane as a uh, Broadway, as a musical. Every problem that this country's going through today is in that musical. This is not a jukebox musical. Our ambitions are set very high, as close to Steinbeck as we can get it in today's world with wow. these two kids. Steinbeck wrote that you're bound to get ideas when you go thinking about stuff. That's Mellencamp, and he's bound to keep sharing them. Retirement is an Indian word for slow death. So there's no retiring with me. No. No, they'll have to drag me off stage. As long as people show up to see me, I'm playing. Wow. Go. How about that? Jack and Diana is a Broadway what musical Steinbeck-like. Yes, yeah. and that Seriously. Pete Seeger was one of his big, yeah. huge musical influences. Yeah. I would totally go see Jack and Diana. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was just kind of, you know, interesting. Yes. He doesn't do very many interviews, that's for damn sure. No. I, when was the last time we heard him talk? He exactly. Was on was he on Colbert? But I know he's well. Yes, he's done he, Letterman. Yes, he's been on late shows and yeah. he always gets to smoke. Yes. And yeah, yes. I think he was on with Letterman, but yeah. you just don't see him doing a lot of interviews. So no. um, anyway, okay, let's talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The class okay. of yes, please. 2019. Who's getting Jan in? Huh? Who's getting in? Well, Janet Jackson, The Cure, Def Leppard, Radiohead. Roxy Music, The Zombies, and Stevie Nicks. Mm. 
And I am really excited about all of them. Yes. But really, Janet Jackson is very exciting because in the Me Too era, it feels like the world has rallied around Miss Jackson because her career stalled after that stupid nipple gate mm-hmm. because of Les Moonves. Also, while her equally responsible halftime partner, Justin Timberlake, threw her under mm-hmm. the bus, cried to last, let me play at the Grammys, and then Ugh. didn't cry for her. Cry me a river. And, oh, did you write uh, about that before, Justin? Yeah. So anyway, she's, uh, you know, so I love it. I love it that uh, I think it's a perfect way for her comeback story arc to... Yes, Come become around. full circle. Yeah, she can have her moment. Yeah, she had got the Icon Award at the Billboard, her tour, State of the World. So um, well deserved. Yeah, really good. And then, of course, Stevie Nicks, who will be the, uh, makes history as the first female artist to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice because Fleetwood Mac. Yes, and oh, now she's being inducted for her solo career. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, and The Cure, they have been up before, they've been passed over twice. Um, uh, one anonymous insider snarkily dubbed The Cure and other mascara bands of the early 80s like Depeche Mode, Joy Division, The Smiths, Duran Duran. <gasps> Give me then the mas- mascara bands. The mascara. I love all, I, love all I know. I'm like, Anne, what's your point, and Lori? You're listing yeah. off all Is of these great bands. Is that supposed to be some kind of a disc? Because those bands like are it. amazing. No yeah. way. Did you go see The Cure when they played like two years ago here at Excel? I did not. And they they hadn't been here since 85. That was such an amazing show. Every single song sounded just like the radio. Cool. So they were great. They were great. And they deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They really do. So anyway, I mean, they just celebrated, uh, I think, their 40th anniversary. Wow. I know it. And of course, Def Leppard, you know, greatest... (laughs) Against all odds, yes, kind of a band situation oh, with their yeah, story. Their backstory, their backstory, and uh, they won yesterday the fan favorite. Yeah, and then Roxy Music, everyone is saying, at least at I'm Rolling okay Stone, that. is the biggest surprise. That really? is a big surprise. Why are they surprised? Because they're more not underground, but they're oh. not a band that necessarily gets referenced UK in glam bands f- from yeah. that era. They're influential yeah. for the yeah. music heads. Brian yes. Ferry's a great Well, yeah, singer. Brian Ferry and Brian Eno. Eno. Yeah. They're fantastic and prolific in the music industry, but ask somebody on the street who Roxy Music is, you may, I, say, I would say 25% chance people would know who they yeah. are. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. So that was kind of the most surprising. And, um, of course, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has been very kind to 90s alternative rock bands, so... Um, it was kind of a shock, at least according to this Rolling Stone, a story that I read that Radiohead, um, didn't even make it last year when they were nominated in their first year, but the second time was the charm for them and the bets are on. Will they show up or won't they? I think they know. I say no, they're not going to show up. Maybe they'll designate somebody to go and get the award for them. But I don't see Tom York going on that stage at the Barclays Center when in March and performing. It's just not Radiohead's vibe. Yeah. And and I feel like wasn't he just here at the Northrop just doing he he was a solo. Yeah, he may have been. But so influential. Oh, man, bringing it back to my emo days in middle school, listening to OK computer with the yeah. lights off and being like the world doesn't okay, understand me Daddy. the robots are going to take over everything uh. I remember dire straits didn't show up last year 
Well, yeah, Mark Knopfler's not yeah, going to yeah, show Mark up Knopfler and get that award. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I couldn't stand that band. They were everywhere. Ugh. Really? Money is for like nothing. Oh, well, they have more than that. Let's no, not I know. Pigeonhole them. But I just found them to be very tedious, and all the guys <laughs> liked them. Yeah, I just liked Dire Straits was very much a dude, dude band. band, and they were just not my jam. And then fourth time the charm. For the zombies, Yay. and people go, who are the zombies? Oh, British you know. Invasion, time of the season. Great band. Yeah, well-deserved. They've been eligible since 1989 to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. About time. About time. All right, listen, when we come back, uh, we got the dirt alert. We'll uh, give you a little oh, sample yeah, of good. the zombies here. So people know that you do know them. It's the time of the season When love runs high Hey. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we're turning turning it back over to Holly. Yeah, Holly just, just tossing it on over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, at lines this afternoon, Dax Shepard in the news because he's shutting down rumors of a speculation of an affair. This all comes what? from the Daily Mail. They printed an interview with Katie Edwards. She is the daughter, or excuse me, granddaughter of Julie Andrews and the late director, Blake Edward. And she claims that she and Dax Shepard shared a passionate night together while he was already in a relationship with Kristen Bell. And according to this report in the Daily Mail, Shepard and Edwards first met in 2005 when they were both working on the show Punk together. Edwards said it was just kind of that we would hook up here and there and we had a little friendship and we saw each other. And she said after those casual flings, she left Hollywood, but she would come back to L.A. from time to times. And uh, the report states that Edwards returned to Hollywood to house it for a girlfriend and then she bumped into Shepard at a party and then you know things went on from there and they Uh-oh. shared some PDA and a photo booth at the party and then things went from there and then they spent a night together and they had a good time but Dax Shepard says no this is not true he's setting the record straight on the timeline of events he said that the photo booth picture used in the Daily Mail story is from 13 years ago that means the party would have been in 2005 back in the punk days before he hooked up with Kristen Bell. So he's not denying. Uh, weird, weird, though, that she's coming out with this story yeah, now. Not? I know. I have no yeah. idea yeah, why Katie strange. Edwards is All coming right. out with this story right now. Uh, going back to the world of music, you know, in the last segment, we were talking about inductees to the 2019 class in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Neil Young is coming to Minneapolis for three nights, January 26th. Through the 29th, he, of course, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, he's set to play a special three-night stand at three different theaters in Minneapolis. So three different venues, the 26th through the 29th, all solo acoustic shows. So is he doing like Pantasia State Orpheum like that? Yes, he is. Yeah. I'd so love to so see him at Oh my gosh, wouldn't so that be amazing? So the smallest of the venues at the mm-hmm. Pantasia. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just that's going to be January 26th, mm-hmm. and then he's going to the Orpheum on January 28th, and then the State Theater on January 29th. Oh. Have you ever seen him? No, I would yeah, die he's, he's to amazing. see him. He's amazing. Yes. Uh, I remember when he did The Rock the Vote in like 2004, and it was like Springsteen and Neil Young. Remember, they were all, they were. it was like a, a bunch of musicians touring for Rock the Vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's incredible. But, I love Neil Young. So yeah. tickets to all of these gigs went on sale yesterday oh, they did. to the Neil Young Archive member. So if you're a member of his fan club, I guess that's what bucks. he's calling it. Costs it 20 bucks. 20, well, that's a $20 annual fee to be in the fan okay. club and includes access to all of that kind of stuff. Now, tickets are priced at $300. 150 and 50. They're only going to be available at will call. The public on sale ticket date has not been confirmed, wow. but it could be Jeez. as early as tomorrow through Ticketmaster. Well, that's amazing. That's so cool. that's amazing. And it, I'd pay $50. There's not a bad seat in any of those theaters. Those, I feel like I would pay for Neil Young, Young. because I've never yeah. seen him. Oh, I would pay amazing. the $150 yeah. mark. Yeah. Because if you're in those, even the state theater is a fairly intimate venue. Yeah, like yeah, I saw for sure. the Brian Setzer Orchestra. A Christmas show. Yeah, there just a isn't a ago. bad seat. No, there's That's not. Exciting. That's Super exciting. exciting. Yay. Uh, more music news. Taylor Swift, it's her birthday today. Happy 29th happy, birthday, happy Taylor, Taylor Swift. Wow, Donnie's with enthusiasm. <laughs> so, sincere. <laughs> so sincere. Well, she surprised fans on her 29th birthday on her social media by announcing a reputation concert film is going to be on Netflix for New Year's Eve. Just in time. So this is going to be a film of her Reputation Stadium tour, which was like the biggest of all time. Uh, This is coming from a show that she did in Dallas, and it will be available if you want to stay in and you just want to watch Taylor Swift in concert, then you can do that. If you didn't didn't get to the show, I guess that's good. Do you think she's going to get engaged to her... uh, that Joe? guy, she's been dating Joe Alwyn, who's in Mary Queen no, of Scots. No, 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 no. Lori, this no? is again one no. of those publicity things. Here's what? the here's the thing. Yeah. No, Mr. We, no one knew his name until he started dating her. I will say that. One, no one knew Joe Alwyn's name until he started dating, dating Taylor Swift. Two, Joe Alwyn is currently co-starring in two of the biggest award season films of 2018. One is The Favorite. Ah, and the other is Mary Queen of Scots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think he also has a role in Boy Erased. Oh my gosh. So he has so he's in three of these movies. So of course it's convenient to bring up Joe Alwyn's name at this all time. Right, all right. Yeah, so okay. They can just enjoy their hikes and hanging out with her cats. Okay. Uh Chris <laughs> I mean as one does. As one does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, come on, Donnie. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought this one was real. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Christina Aguilera is going to be headlining a New Year's Rock. Dick, excuse me, Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest. She is going to be singing when the ball drops in Times Square. Now, I loved the fact that Lori, you and Julia <laughs> informed me the other day that it is common knowledge that people diaper up yes. when they're hanging out in Times Square yes, on New Year's Eve. They do. It's you because know, you can't get you can't go to the bathroom well right you can't get out of the crowd yeah so they there's a surge 
in the super thick, extra big depends. Yeah. Adult size. <laughs> yeah. All at the Dwayne Reeds all around there. Yeah, super Dwayne absorbent. Yeah. Yeah. Super right. absorbent because yeah. there's no way that you would be able to leave and even find a bathroom. It's no. so crowded. That's yeah. true. You know, some people, I remember reading a thing a couple years ago about somebody spending New Year's Eve at the Olive Garden in Times Square. And it costs a lot of money, but in return, you get an actual bathroom, bathroom. and you don't have to wear a diaper. Right. I mean, unless that's your thing, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest starts uh, at 7 p.m. December 31st. My best New Year's Eve. Eve when I was living in New York yeah. was at Central Park in the, at the Big Fountains. Oh. Not that crowded. Everybody was kissing everybody. Yeah. It was oh. fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> and nice. Donnie had a New Year's orgy going yeah. on Dale. in Central Park. That's right. Lisa Marie Presley is two years sober. She's not in rehab. And uh, sources close to Lisa Marie Presley tell the blast that Lisa Marie has been sober for over two years. A report claims today that Presley has been in outpatient treatment for at least two months, but that is not the case. So if you see those reports, mm-hmm. that's not the case. She's been living the sober life for the past couple yet? of years. No, I don't Not think she is. Not legally divorced Michael, from Michael Lockwood. Boy, she's had a bad picker. Oh, I know. She has just consistently picked first the Scientologist guy, although that oh. wasn't really that her fault. That was more her mom. Yeah. Introducing her. And then, and then you know, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. And then now Nicholas Cage. Oh, gosh, I oh, forgot God. about she that. She was married to him oh, for like three so, months. Oh, that's so weird. I completely mm-hmm. forgot that Lisa Marie Presley yeah. and Nicholas Cage yeah. were together. And that was weird because Nicholas Cage was a fanboy of Elvis. Elvis. And so then it was just living out this fanboy fantasy yes. of being married to his daughter. That's gross. It was, yeah. They Nasty. did not stay married long. No, they did not. Now, Lisa Marie Presley, speaking of her... Uh, estranged husband Michael Lockwood. She has custody of the girls. She has since last summer. They're hoping to reach an amicable end to their custody battle soon. All right. That's what we have to say. Yes, all, all right. right. Listen, when we come, well, we've got traffic coming up with Donnie. We've got theories. Theories up the wazoo yeah! today. So <laughs> hopefully there's one that'll stick. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, where's my traffic music? Uh... There we go. Let's take a look at what's going on. And your theory is? Theories. There is so many theories. Okay. <laughs> My tinfoil well, hat is on. I'm ready for you, Lori. Let's do it. I, it, it it's hard to believe that, you, that we have to tell people this, but we do have to tell people this, that... Um, Dudes out there with ED, you know what it is, erectile yeah. dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. Don't fall for the vaping, your Cialis and your Viagra, if you see any of those little ads come across your thing. They're selling vape pens from China that have Cialis or Viagra in them. Oh, no. Oh, no, why and, would you ever even believe that something like that would work? Well, because people think, well, that would be easier to do. but oh, that F- it would be faster? It would be faster. And yeah, you, the, the, yes, it will be faster because you can get more of the ingredient in it that causes, if you do have any issues with your heart or anything, it's gotten so bad that first California got the alert because, of course, you know those horny old goats out in California (laughs) with their younger girlfriends. Naturally. They need their Viagra and Viagra and Cialis. They tried 15 years ago to do a nasal spray for uh, to give you wood, 
but so far only oral medication, the pill, is effective effective in how it is released because of the two things in it. You know, remember uh, people that um, have heart issues, guys that have heart issues or... um, well, it's yeah, mainly it heart your, medication. And it changes your blood pressure. Yes. 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 So first it was California oh. that was getting the flood of medical problems. Things are happening. Then they in turn warned the FDA. And now the FDA is issuing a warning. Avoid e-liquid erectile dysfunction cigarettes, vape oh. pens. That are coming from China. Oh, just it sounds completely wrong. Look, I know that a quick fix in that situation sounds like would be real. Yeah. Quick vape. Yeah, of course. A quick vape sounds very nice. But you know what? You're just going to have to sit in the bathtub and wait like everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way. Come on already. It works. Yeah. Sorry. E-cigarettes allow people to get higher ingestion of whatever substance they're having whether it be nicotine or vitamins or anything else and so these e cialis hello cigarettes don't buy them no please proceed with caution as holly said sit in the bathtub and wait like everybody else yep okay now the theory has always been that um and i guess I got this theory straight out of uh, watching my mom do her exercises with Jack LaLanne. <laughs> Jack, yes! Jack LaLanne. <laughs> Jack LaLanne. Uh, we see Tony oh, Shalhoub like, in a Jack LaLanne jumpsuit in oh Mrs. Maisel gosh. this season. Yeah. Oh, nice. And um, But a lot music. of, right, it doesn't your mom. Exercise <laughs> is the fountain of youth, right? If you ex, Jack LaLanne would say it. You know, Jane Fonda, we look at her. She's a lifelong exerciser. Right. All right, well, here's the deal. They, um, this is a, it is a study that was just published by Ball State University, and they wanted to look at, and they followed people, um, they followed people for like 40 years on this study. And here's what they found, that the muscles of, and they, they just were looking at old, you know, older people, and I think by older people, they were like, the um, I don't know. I I, I can't read all this. It's too much for me. Oh, no. oh, okay. Blah 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 blah. The, the muscles yeah. of the older men and women who were in the study who exercised for decades were indistinguishable in many ways from those of healthy twenty-five-year-olds. This is uplifting news for active people everywhere. Uh, these men and women also had a much higher aerobic capacity than most people their age. May if you're a regular lifelong exerciser, you will biologically be 30 years younger than your chronological age. Yeah, get it? Because we're all aging every single second. Oh, of course. Once you're out of the gate, there you go. We're aging, aging, (laughs) and worryingly, um, statistics and simple observation. It seems like you know, it just seems like elderly people. It's nothing but you know, frailty and illness and dependence. But there have been hints that even that physical activity might alter how we age. Yeah. Older athletes have healthier muscles, brains, and immune system and hearts than people who are sedentary. And uh, so anyway, most of the people that are, were in this 40-year study 
are now well into their 70s and some of them even into their 80s. So they were mid-age when they started Yes, this, and they uh, recruited 28 of them, including seven women who'd been physically active for the past five decades, so 50 years. And they tested everybody, including an active group of young people in their 20s. And they the muscles of the older exer- exercisers resembled those of the young people oh as far God. as enzyme calories, blah, blah, blah. Just the way they were on a cellular level. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Start pulling boats with your teeth. It's yeah. not too late. The Where the jack youth is regular exercise and sex. Yeah. Or at least orgasms. Study. That's seven years. Of duh and I drink know, your and water. Theory. I yeah. know. <laughs> okay. So here is uh, another uh, little theory for you. I don't know um, if you're going to uh, agree with this or not, but... Um, you know, there's sometimes the single people, they get the holidays are coming up. Oh, or maybe yeah. people celebrated at Hanukkah. Why are you single? Oh, mm. you get it from good old Auntie Marge. Yeah. Why are you still single? A nice girl, a nice boy like you, blah, 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 blah. Here are the top five personality and physical traits that uh, people say holds them back. Two thirds of single people blame themselves. For not being in a relationship. Oh well, is that positive or negative? Are these people who want to be in relationship, or is it somebody? Is it that sometimes at some points in your life you're insecure and it's very real? That is a good theory, Lori. Okay, good theory. And um, like, like you maybe for whatever reason at this period of time in your life you're not outgoing enough they yeah. always say about minnesota it's the, the shyest men and the loneliest women mm-hmm. as far as single them and most guys will say if they're single the thing that holds them back is that they know they know they're not outgoing so enough so they know they're shy yeah um some people men also say they are too polite too boring or at this point in their life, they have low self-esteem. They don't feel good about where they are in their life. Oh, all right. Okay, but like That's if you... That's fair. That's fair. We all get into those points where you just look in the mirror and you're like... You're like yeah. Ugh. Get your act together Ooh. before you get with somebody. For, for, for women, the personality traits that they blame themselves is that they're also not outgoing enough. Yeah. Um, they also... Women go through periods of having low self-esteem and it might mm-hmm. be a time in your life. Women also will say they're too boring. The one thing women will say that a reason that they're single and... I'm too intelligent, is what someone will say. I'm too smart. I scare ah. I scare people off. Oh, come or I'm too outspoken. <laughs> but that can, depending on the time in your life, well, depending on and the time where you are, that but can be a very real yes. thing that people, you know, it depends because you have to find the right man, man who appreciates that, or, or woman, you. That's or right. woman, the person who's going to appreciate you for who you are. Yeah, I remember this guy I was dating. I remember, and I want him to like me so much, and I was just like basically jumping up and down like yeah. a, like a Yorkie, like me, like me, like me. And he told me, he goes, "You're just." Really, a lot, <laughs> and I mean, I was just. What were, you, what were you? What did you say to that? I mean, what do you say to something okay. like that? I just said I know I am. Oh, I'm well, glad I, you yeah. had a healthy self esteem <laughs> yeah, at that point. You, you, you could do better. You, you knew that yeah. you could do better, right? The, the but, I mean, oh. I was crushed. I was just crushed. But for him and his personality, he was basically oh, yeah. letting me know I was too much. Just, I was just intimidated. Well, I didn't even look at it that it was intimidated. 
he it, was quiet. Where I, I mean, we wouldn't, we weren't a good fit, and he, but had, we were a yeah. good fit in bed. So I was unwilling. This the theory, fits in there. I was unwilling <laughs> to give up. Okay. okay, we were fitting somewhere. Oh, uh, that's true, though. At and least then, he understood that. And then also, people, physical traits are things that people. I think I have a theory. Like I've heard more from women but i've heard it from i have to get in a little bit better shape i have to lose 10 pounds i've got to get my before i get in a relationship thing there's always a qualify a physical qualifier that people will talk about yes and saying that that is holding them back holding them back it might be very true and it might be just that well and it might be that linked into the mind again yeah not having the self-esteem to understand that nobody is probably really going to notice an extra 10 pounds. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Pounds on your body. It's just a number in your mind. Yeah, yeah. Like women will say my legs aren't toned enough. My nose is too big. My arms aren't. Yeah. I mean, we are so hard on ourselves. So the theory of the day is... Uh, you know, love yourself, love yourself and love get some more. Yes. Yes. Get, however you can get it so that why are you single when someone asks you that at the holiday? Because I want to be. Thank you. Or and I you will find a place where you fit right. out there somewhere. You fit somewhere. <laughs> That's right. All right. Listen, when we come back, we've got our favorite headlines of the day. On the fourth day of Christmas, Donna sent to me. Four living rooms, three Pokemon, two creepy dolls, and a South Fork in a pear tree. Wow, Donna, thanks for the living rooms. I was kind of hoping for a cookie puss, but I know how you love living rooms. Let's find out what Steve brings us tomorrow on the fifth day of Christmas on My Talk 1071. Baby, it's cold outside. That's Michael Bublé and Adina Menzel singing the song that was scandalizing the nation last week. Don't get over it. I know. (laughs) Come on. I know. Okay, favorite headline today was uh, Duluth being named by the New York Post as one of the top 10 Christmas towns in the United States. Really basically because of Bentleyville. Just uh, the, what, they what? couldn't believe a it's free, <laughs> and it's so huge, and it's right on the waterfront, and it is really if you're going up there. I think it closes. Uh, there's a nice skating rink right there. It looks super festive. There's the train ride. Oh, they it have looks, hot chocolate. And they oh, have entertainments. Different local magical. bands will play. And yeah. Santa Claus stops, manages to stop by every night. Oh, he does. Wow, he's a busy guy. He really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. What else do we have for you? I don't um, know. We haven't played it. We haven't looked at our Prince our Harry. Games. Who knows of what the veracity of this is? Prince Harry feels powerless as Meghan is smeared. Quote: It puts pressure on their marriage. Well, I mean, of course, she it is a tabloid headline every day across the pond, and now over here, Us Weekly is jumping on board. Um, everything. Uh, that, you know, her cruel nickname, Duchess Difficult. Oh, come Staff on. Staff walkouts in Kate's here. I bet he is going crazy yeah. because yes. they're just yeah. saying to Kensington Palace is just say nothing. And he's just been, 
you know, uh, there's nothing he can do. Yeah. yeah, and you just have to sit there and, and let the speculation fly. I'm sure that tabloids were working on making nasty nicknames for Megan before they even got married. Yeah, and, now, and he's extra protective her. She's pregnant. It is a mess, and I really believe, I really, really believe that some of these stories are coming from Carol Middleton. Oh, good theory. Why? Because... Is she jealous? Does, yes. yes. Oh. Mom is the, has the on her... The daughter is being lost? Yes. Yes, yes. The yes. Duchess of Sussex is, you know. I mean, hey, and then you got the Daily Mail today speculating they won't have an easy Christmas together. What does that even it, mean? It's, it's just a hubbub of royal shenanigans. <laughs> a smear campaign proportion. Oh. Yeah. My, my, my. What are we going to do? Maura Tierney. Here's a quote. Oh, yeah. You'll have a conversation, and then an ad will come up for it. Well, she was on Busy Phillips tonight, last night, and... um they were just talking and busy asked her, how come you're not on any social media? And she just said, it seems like a lot of work and I don't know how to take a selfie. And I just, I don't, I don't know how to, you know, and, and busy was like, do you shop online? She says, well, I don't like how I have a conversation about something. And then an ad comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the 21st century. Exactly. Yeah. Machine is spying on you because you have to turn off your, you have to turn off everything that makes a lot of your apps work. Yes, and a lot of your apps are connected to each other. Your Facebook is connected with everything. Your Amazon account is connected with everything. I keep my Alexa unplugged. Yeah, I know it. So do I. But the phone thing is the weird thing. But I think they said in 2018, Facebook lost like 44% of like 14 to 24 year olds. That's not cool anymore. They took it off their app. Uh, No. Just don't go there. It's It's for grandma. Yeah, it is for grandma. Kids are on Instagram. Instagram. It's where you want to be. And Snapchat. Instagram is also owned by Facebook, but it's cooler to be on Instagram than it is on Facebook. I see. Yeah. Okay. Ellen DeGeneres on rumors she's difficult. If someone is saying that, it's an outright lie. Well, and I know it's not, no one wants to be, I mean. No one wants to be labeled, labeled difficult. But what she told the reporter was that it, that is an outright lie. Because the first day I came to work, I said, um, no one is going to raise their voice or not be grateful. That's the rule to this day. That, that's very that's dictatorial. Weird, yeah, you are going to be grateful, people. You're going to smile. So <laughs> she gives the impression that. Don't challenge her professionally if you want to keep your day job. Be grateful that you're here and be happy. I'm. The, that's just what she. So she's telling. I mean, you will get a reputation of being difficult if that is your well, yeah, mantra. That, if yeah. I came in and I told Donnie, you are never allowed to be have a bad day in the double wide or, you know, to grump about something ever. You should just be grateful you have your job. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that I mean, is that's not so well, weird. That is not a way to cultivate. A, a successful workplace culture. And apparently this is why her writers leave. Yeah. Oh. Because maybe she's mm. like said, like you brought up the Disney example. She knows what works for her and she doesn't want to go out of these lanes. Yeah. And maybe some of her writers want to like try something different mm. or whatever. Yeah. If she doesn't like it, she's just, you know, doesn't like it. And you can go find someplace else yeah. to work. All right. Okay. All right. Jason Momoa, star of Aquaman. I get in trouble just like any other dumb bleeping male. Yeah, well, this, yeah. Well, 
<laughs> he, well, you know, they had the the Aquaman premiere was last night in L.A. And oh, he just looks so oh, he just looks so good. I mean, when he came out on SNL in those pink pants and no shoes <laughs> and a, a leather jacket, I mean, he was just giving me vibes of like. Do you like think it smells Jethro good? could have been sexy from the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, oh Lori. I know. But he could. Oh, for those of you who are not old enough. I know. Well, Beverly Hillbillies live on in TV. Oh, okay, land. fine. Sexy Jethro. Sexy, sexy, Jethro. Jethro. sexy Jethro. Anyway, this is an interview from Men's Journal. And he also said that he had a hard time getting cast after Game of Thrones uh. because. What was this character's name? Cole? Call Drago. Call Drago. Something like that. Just grunted and beat up people and had sex. People were like, casting agents were like, oh, you speak English? <laughs> they oh. thought he was. Ooh, yeah, well, he was speaking that? Dothraki yeah. in the TV series. And he's so big and. Um, <laughs> you speak English. Do you speak English? She <laughs> said that that's they actually. They didn't know. They were like, he goes, I was so good as that character. And just once. Like two, maybe one season, two. Maybe two. Two, I'm maybe sure. two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway. Jennifer Lopez's Giambattista Valley look was too big and too dramatic for the red carpet. Is that the question? Well, we the pink fluffy it. dress? Yeah, the, the big. The pink one? I do think it was a cautionary tale for melodramatic fashionistas out there. If you're going to attempt a major look at a big film premiere, make sure the carpet is big enough because the carpet was tiny. There yeah, was they very little space. It wasn't, I don't know where it was, but it wasn't at, it wasn't at uh, Grauman's or whatever. No, I it, think this was in New York City. Yeah, it's tiny. It's a tiny alley almost. And so her dress was snagging on everything and she did not look too happy about it. It would have been adorable if you got rid of the, the train and it was just a little mini dress. No, but even the picture, she looks so sad because um, this well, looks you did like it to yourself, Jennifer. This looks like the premiere when Julie and I went to see Australia, the Nicholas, the Nicole Kidman and um, Hugh Jackman. And we were shocked at how tiny it's just the sidewalk in front of the street with some. Sides and a tent. Was this in New York? Yeah, it's just a New York sidewalk. That is the size of the red carpet. Yeah. So it isn't a big, huge. Anyway, you can tell by Jennifer's face it's posted that she knew it was too big. Oh, oh, poor Jennifer. Hey, everyone, have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Patrick Royce filling in for Jules. Job done. Off you go.